you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Hi and hello football fans, it's your old pal Dave, Dave Damashek. Welcome to the Dave Damashek Football Program, where we're doing something a little bit differently today. Normally in this space, on this day, you hear our picks for the upcoming games of the weekend. That is coming up for you. Tomorrow, we'll have the fellas in here, Elliot Harrison, our breakout star, Drew Statton, bringing some stats with him. Handsome Hank is out, so that means that uh, Mark Iztook, I think, from NFL Now, one of our favorite guys uh, here at NFL Media, is going to jump into his seat and we'll make all the picks for the big games and tune in for that. In the meantime, though, we wanted to, as we've talked about here um, over the last few weeks, we're building a show here. The Dave Damashek football program as a podcast will never be affected by the TV version of it. We continue to do two podcasts. Save, I think it was last week, we only did one. But now that we're up and running now, we'll continue to do the two podcasts every week for you. We're also, though, like I say, building now the DDFP TV. It's a 25 or 30 minute long weekly show. It goes up on Thursdays at 7 p.m. on the East and uh, 4 p.m. in the West. And after that, it streams live. But after that, you can find it on NFL Now and they cut it up into segments as well. And I think you can find some, if not all of those on NFL.com. But we really do want you to, if you uh, if you can, to go to NFL Now, subscribe Start watching that. Watch it the whole way through and then do it again. You know, that's the way you do it. If you're in the Czech Republic, we appreciate your support of this. And as uh, as a little aperitif, uh, what is an aperitif there? We got, uh, instead of black tie behind the glass, it's uh, Fouts tie, who looks like Dan Fouts. That's why we call him <laughs> that. An aperitif is a, a drink before work, right? A drink before dinner, isn't it? I thought it was a drink after dinner. Oh, that's what an aperitif is? I think I think. Oh, so, I so this, be wrong. So what we're, you're going to hear right now is an hors d'oeuvre. Forget the whole business about aperitif. Go back and cut that out, Fouts. I don't want to be embarrassed like that. I won't have you parse my words in that manner. Um, no, but we have what we did for you 
uh, or it, what is upcoming for you, depending when you're getting this in this space-time continuum thing. When you record things, it's hard for my brain to, to, to figure all these things out. Anyway, here now, we are giving you the DDFP TV show to listen to. Hopefully, you'll enjoy it, and it'll encourage you to go to DDFP TV and find it on NFL Now and NFL Digital, NFL.com, and watch it there. Let us know what you think about that. And then, like I say, tomorrow... We will have the Red Challenge Flag Picks podcast for you with Elliot Harrison, Mark Iztook, Drew Stanton, and myself, and we will uh, we will go through all the games and the big storylines as uh, Week 12 is about to kick off. But right now, here you go, everybody. It's the Dave Damashek Football Program TV. The Dave Damashek Football Program. Hi and hello, football fans. It's your old pal Dave, Dave Damashek. Welcome to the Dave Damashek Football Program, the show for the fan, by the fan. Welcome to our Week 12 preview. We have much in store for your eyeballs coming up here. Football Baby's going to be making a few picks for you. We'll look at some of the greatest moments in NFL hookup history. We'll talk about RG3's future and so on. But real quick, a few thoughts for you. I told you last week both the Niners and the Seahawks would miss the playoffs, and so they shall. A bold prediction for 2015. Jim Harbaugh is going to join forces with his arch nemesis Marshawn Lynch in Oakland. Oh, Al Davis would have loved it, and Derek Carr will love it. Meantime, Football Baby foretold of the Seahawks' loss in KC. The baby who picks football games went 3-1 on the week, including the Texans over Cleveland and the Steelers sneaking past Tennessee. Speaking of the Monday night game, Levy and Bell put on an R-rated show in Nashville. The R could stand for rugged. Boy, head-to-head collisions all night long with Michael Griffin. But the reason it's rated R for adult eyes only is this play. Take a look at this. Bell removed Michael Griffin's undergarments with this move. Look at it. Look again. And look again. At no time will you ever see Griffin lay so much as a finger on Lev Bell. That leads me to this. Lev Bell is the Jenga piece of the Pittsburgh Steelers. You remember Jenga, yes? The puzzle game with the stack pieces of wood. You take them out one by one. But if you take out the wrong one, the whole thing implodes. Same goes with NFL rosters. Every team's going to have injuries. It's not a matter of if, but how many. The real key is for it not to be that one guy whose absence will take down the whole season. Now, it's too easy to name a team's QB. Almost any contender not named the Arizona Cardinals would implode without its leading man. So let's keep it to non-QBs. Last year, we named Jimmy Graham the most important Jenga piece in the league, but so far the four and six Saints are on the cusp of abject embarrassment, even with him in the lineup. Like I say, this show is for the fan, by the fan. I ask for your opinion on this subject. You return by tweeting me your thoughts with the hashtag DDFP. Adam Neisler throws out JJ Watt. This was an oft-repeated response to our question here. Here's the thing with JJ Watt. The team went 2-14 with him healthy and dominant last year. So by the measurement of if you take him away from the team, would they stink? Well, they stunk with him last year. I think maybe the Jenga piece of the Texans is Arian Foster. Look at how well they play when he's healthy versus when he is not in uniform. It might actually be Arian Foster for all the greatness of J.J. Watt. Kane McKay throws out Indomitian Sue. What's interesting here is last year, if it weren't Jimmy Graham... 
Calvin Johnson certainly was the Jenga piece of the Lions. This year, it's all about defense up there in Motor City, and the offense is an afterthought. I think I would go with Ndamuk and Sue. We'll see if uh, the Lions agree and give him a long-term extension. Rods Campbell says DeMarco Murray. The Cowboys would stink, he suggests, without him. Yeah, I think that's a good answer, although it's the offensive line that really, if we can give it to not one guy, but to an entire unit, I'm tempted to give it to the offensive line, which has been gangbusters and has been road grading pretty much the entire season there. Tony asks, who would you say is the Jenga piece for the Arizona Cardinals? This is an intriguing one. Andre Ellington, it wouldn't be Fitzgerald. You know, it's got to be on the defensive side. How about we go with Todd Bowles, the defensive coordinator? They lose Darnell Dockett, Daryl Washington, and Carlos Dansby to injury, suspension, free agency. And yet the defense remains as dominant as any in the league there. Little known fact, just because new players put on the uniform previously worn by dominant players, doesn't imbue them with their talent. Ergo, it must have something to do with the guy who's coaching them up. So let's go with uh, defensive coordinator Todd Bowles there. And a lot of you dropped us a line like Roger Kirby here does. Rob Gronkowski, Gronk, to me, is the correct answer. He is the most indispensable non-quarterback in the league in 2014. It's no coincidence that the Patriots took flight when Gronkowski returned and looked at least close to 100% there. He's been devastating. So too has that Patriots offense since he returned. Ever since that Chiefs game, they really took off. And uh, therefore, I tip my hat at least through 11 weeks of the NFL season. I'll go with Gronk. Meantime, there are some pressing issues that I need answers on. That's why I took to the campus of NFL media to ask these questions along with my 10-foot pole. You know, at this point in the football season, there are all sorts of bold statements flying around. Most of them you wouldn't touch with a 10-foot pole. That's why I'm outside here to ask some of my coworkers if they'll touch those statements with an actual 10-foot pole. Ah, oh, look who's coming our way now. This is perfect. Host of Total Access, an overall good guy, handsome devil, Dan Helley. What's the poop, fella? Just hanging, man. What are you guys doing? Well, I noticed this thing up there. It says it says the 2014 Oakland Raiders are the worst team of the Super Bowl era. That's a wow. pretty bold statement. Will you touch that with a 10-foot pole, Dan Helley? The worst team of the Super Bowl era? Right. Is he going to do it? Not only will I touch that, I'll smack that with a 10-foot Really? Pole. Worse than the Colts without Peyton a couple years ago? Well, they won one game. That's true. They say defense wins championships, but you need an offense, too. Mm -hmm. They have neither. The worst scoring offense, the worst rushing offense, the worst total offense. I feel so bad for David Carr or Derek Carr. I can't even get his name right because they're so bad. He's the only bright spot on the offensive side of the ball. They don't win a game. All right. Good stuff, Dan Helley. I can't disagree with you. Molly Karam! I was looking at something here. I just saw that. What does that say? It says 2014 will be Eli Manning's last season as a New York Giant. That's a pretty bold statement there. Molly Karam, will you touch that statement Give with me a 10-foot right pole? Let me marinate on this for a second. Hmm. Absolutely not, Dave Damashek. 
Why? You know I'm a fan of the New York football Giants. Dude's got us two Super Bowls, and he hasn't had the pieces. He hasn't had receivers. He's had a terrible O-line. It's not his fault. This is not his last season, and it's not Tom Coughlin's either. He's also given you two really bad seasons in a row here. You sure here? Look, give give a feel. See if you really want to. Really bad. See if you want to. Up and down. I'd like to put it. You want to? Look at this. Get a feel for it. Go ahead, Juniper. No, Dave, I'm good. You sure? Dave, I'm good. Have a good one. Thanks for stopping me. Goodbye, Molly. She didn't want to do it. All right. Who else? Who else? Hmm. Booyah! Yeah, yo! Here Master I am. Chef. Crazy statement up there. Johnny Manziel, a.k.a. Johnny Football, will start a game for the Browns. Do you touch that statement with a 10-foot pole? Let me tell you about this young rookie man. Okay. He's all about the money, and I ain't messing with him right now. He does like this. He do it. You know what? Everybody know what that means. Dollar for dollar for dollar. Oh, is that what I didn't know? Okay. But anyway, he's a young guy, but he got a lot of talent. You know, and a couple more years, this guy gonna be bad in anything. Well, so anyway, so I don't know what all that. Are you gonna touch that he'll play a game before Christmas with a 10-foot pole? Go ahead, give it a try. Oh, look at this 10-foot pole! I'm about to touch Johnny with it. <laughs> I'm just so crazy, people. You know how I am. But anyway, it's a good day in the neighborhood. Would you be my neighbor? I like it. Can I get one of those too? But you know what? You take this. Oh my God! This is something else. What a what am I going to do with this guy here? Huh? It's my way. That pole is yours now. Booyah! One time. All right. Good times there and good times here right now because look who's joining us in Studio 66, Maximum Strength! You see him on NFL Network. You see him on NFL.com. And now you can watch his very own show on NFL Now. It's an offshoot of his very popular column on NFL.com, the power rankings. Him and Mark is took breaking it down for 25 minutes yeah, or so. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Break it at analyzing, ranking all the pro football teams out there. EH, we have a couple of things to get to in just a minute. One of our very favorite things to do is to look at the matchups in Week 12 by looking back at some of the classic games between those teams that will be meeting in Week 12. I have a question for you. Yes. Orange pocket square, good mm. or bad idea? I think it's just the right amount of orange. Yeah. You know? It's like the bears? Of, yeah, like the bears do. Yeah, the Bengals, when they go orange hat and orange jersey, mm. and I love orange and black, no good. That's too much orange. And conversely, the San Francisco Giants do a nice job. Mostly yes. black. With a, with, with, How about the Tigers? Yeah. I don't no, think they need that. I, right, I associate cool. them navy and white. All right, anyway, listen. To the matter at hand... Uh, it's time for the coin flip. All right, EH, what we're breaking down for the most part, of course, at this time of the year, playoff teams, mm -hmm. what January is going to look like, all that. But real quick, let's spend some time on the have-nots. Answer this question for me. Who would you rather be a fan of, the New York Giants or the New York Jets? I think I'd rather be a Giants fan because if you think about it, you know, at least if you're a Giants fan, yeah, you may want to see a change. But, you know, Tom Coughlin is nearing retirement anyway. Maybe there's a graceful exit there, which is what you'd like to see. He's done a whale of a job. I think we can both agree in 10 years there. And you got to see two Super Bowl championships. And you start with a new guy and you rebuild the team. But the Jets, it's just been a mess. And you're speculating on guys getting fired. And I never like to sit there and speculate on guys getting fired. All right, here's the big idea. Tom Coughlin, New York Jets, they're fixed. 
Not really. All and right. Romeo Cornell coaches the Giants. Oh yeah, that's a perfect no, idea. Not. Yeah. See, all set in New York City. Next question for you here with the uh, with the coin flip is whose situation is more precarious right now as a franchise QB, Jay Cutler in Chicago or RG3 in our nation's capital? I'm going to say RG3. You know, the Bears, they, they let Josh McCown walk to Tampa Bay. They signed Cutler to all that money. The Redskins, though, you know, if you saw RG3's postgame comments about everybody needs to do their job, they weren't that egregious. It wasn't a smart thing, but it wasn't awful. But when Jay Gruden went on and said something about it, he made it a big deal. And I think it was his way of sending a message to the media, which RG3 has done before, that, hey, do your job or we're going to replace you. I know, but Jay Gruden, I don't know how entrenched he can possibly be. It's now, first year, bud. I know. Mike Shanahan gets pushed out because Snyder backs RG3, mm-hmm. but now I would imagine if Dan Snyder is lucid, he is maybe regretting that a little bit and saying, we hired John Gruden's brother. Oops. I don't know how long either guy is, is going to be in D.C. We do know Snyder likes RG3, though. Who delivered their last big win? The Redskins. Colt McCoy. Colt McCoy. Yes, and Football Baby predicted that that would happen down there in Big D. So kudos to him. But yeah, I think that mess in D.C. is not getting fixed anytime soon. I think it's going to linger for a year or two more. All right, last one here for you, E.H. Who's going to win the NFC East? You're a Cowboys guy, but you're objective too. Will they take it or will the Eagles Hmm. on the right arm of the Sanchez? You know what? I for we did the midseason uh, picks where we kind of readdressed our preseason picks, and I stuck with the Eagles and the Cowboys being the five seed in the NFC. I'm overruling myself. I think Dallas wins that division now, uh, and not because I've it, never seen anybody Dikembe Mutombo themselves. Like <laughs> yeah, I just did. That was pretty good. Or, or Akbar, uh, Akbar Bajabiamila. But I, I'll say this: that that I don't put it on Sanchez. I mean. LaShawn McCoy, we haven't seen him get going pretty much all year. And if their defense isn't forcing turnovers and scoring points, they're not a great defense. Clearly, look what Aaron Rodgers did to them. I think Dallas right now is maybe a better all-around team. And I give the credit not to Murray, not to Romo, but to defensive coordinator Rob Marinelli. Yeah, and deservedly so. And we both have sung songs about the quality of that offensive line as well. Uh, Absolutely. that, uh, That they've obviously been there. Real quick, the one thing I do want to update everybody on is that he is no longer the Sanchez. I tabbed him after his appearance in Lambeau last Sunday. Butt light year. All right, it's time that we move on. I think that was a good warm-up for us. Jumping into the greatest moment in NFL hookup history. All right, EH, let's start here. The Cowboys play the Giants this weekend. Let's look back at the 2007 divisional round game between these two division foes. Cowboys 13-3. Romo and company just took a seven-point lead. You figured, all right, they'll go to the half with that margin. And instead, Eli Manning, in 45 seconds, took him right down the field. Kevin Boss, there's a brand name. And there is Amani Toomer getting into the end zone there. And that is when you realize these Giants ain't going anywhere. Right, they had just beaten Tampa Bay in the wild card day. And yeah, they, they definitely put a scare into Cowboys fans. But I tell you, Patrick Creighton put a scare into Cowboys fans because look at this drop. I accuse you of being a Romo-apologist, but this one definitely goes on Patrick Creighton. Yeah, look, another one on Creighton, right, because it looks like an overthrow. But if we watch it back, okay, Romo has already released the ball right there. Why is he stopping? Why is he stopping? <laughs> Did he trip on the five-yard line? I don't understand that. And the next play, R.W. McCorders picked him off. 
Eli had a nice head of hair back then. All right, EH, next one. The Packers and Vikings are hooking up this weekend. This, of course, conjures for me Brett Favre in his first season in that Minnesota Vikings uniform. I just want to show you real quick. It still looks weird to me, right? It does. It really does. But, man, did he deep six the Packers in this game. Amazing 40-year-old guy could do this. Look at that. that. Look who caught that ball there, too. Percy Harvin when he was still relevant. Now, this is the second time that, uh, that Favre faced, but the first time he went into Lambeau. Kind of showing up the Lambeau faithful there, jumping around like that. All these years later, who is the better Hall of Fame quarterback? Rodgers is going to the Hall of Fame after all. Yeah, I'm, I'm okay with you saying that. You know, for me, I think it would be 2A and 2B in Packers history, Rodgers and Favre. And you could take your pick of A or B because at 1, I'll take Bart Starr, who was 9-1 in the postseason and had the highest passer rating in postseason history. All right, let's jump to the 1983 NFC title game. Now, DC and San Francisco are playing this weekend. That is a reminder of 1983, the classic NFC title game. Between these two teams, Theismann and Montana, neither had lost a playoff game when they hooked up it for this one. That's a really interesting point. Of course, both of them former Notre Dame quarterbacks as well. And that is downtown oh, yeah. Charlie Brown. And Brown turns on the afterburner. Touchdown. Oh, here we go. Here's the fun bunch. Art Monk. Alvin Garrett. Uh, that's Rick Walker, Clint Didier, and I Don Warren, Don I believe. Don Warren over there. That's amazing. Look, there's, there's to me, if we need to argue still who the best quarterback of all time, it's number 16 to Freddie Solomon, the late great. And the 49ers are right back in it. And I tell you what, the 49ers got down 21 to nothing in this game, Dave, and they evened it up partially because Mark Mosley, the Redskins kicker, could not hit a field goal to save his life in this game. That was one of the huge plays in this game. There were two big P.I. calls, and one was on Eric Wright, the really good Eric Wright, not the one that recently retired, and another one on Ronnie Lott. Ah, look at that. Up. 0 for 4 on his field goals. Head-on kicker supreme Mark Mosley, one-time MVP of the NFL. 0 for 4 today. EH, in 2014, if a field goal kicker had missed his first four tries, I don't think there'd be a fifth. I absolutely agree. This one is good. They move on to play in the Super Bowl and lose to the Raiders, does DC. Elliot Harrison will look forward to kibitzing with you next week. And while DC lost to LA in Super Bowl 18, the Niners kept on rolling all through the 80s. They've been back for these last few years. But Ahmad Brooks indicating some trouble, like we already knew, in that Niners locker room. He benched himself against the Giants because Alden Smith, I guess, was getting too many snaps. You know, in broad strokes, though, I like the idea of benching oneself. There's a nobility in it. In fact, that leads me to this week's checklist. Other NFL players who should bench themselves. At number five, Eli Manning. Five picks against the Niners. I think that says it all there. At number four, Brian Hoyer. No knock on you, fella. I think it's a great story what you've put together. But we football fans want to see this Johnny Manziel already. See what the kids got. At number three, Kobe Bryant. I know it's not a basketball show and this is a football list, but I mean, listen, what he's doing to that team and has done to that team is woeful and shameful. And he makes about a third of his shots. That's not very good. Speaking of not very good, at number two, the Colts starting running back now, Trent Richardson. I could do what you're doing, Trent. 0.4 yards a carry, woeful. And at number one, the Oakland Raiders. All of them, from the top on down. Just cancel the rest of the season. There'd be more dignity in that.
Moving on. I, I don't like that. I don't like to indulge that sort of ugliness. It doesn't make me feel good, but I do feel it's my responsibility. Now, speaking of responsibility, how could I possibly do a show previewing Week 12 without the gold standard for picking football games these days? It's Football Baby with his Week 12 picks. Football Baby. The baby who picks football games. Okay, Miami Dolphins trying to get off the schneid against the Denver Broncos. Trying to do the same. Juice. It's a difficult game to, to call. I did not anticipate this. Cameron Wake fan, but crashing down like a wave. It looks like it is the Broncos. Washington, D.C.'s RG3 against Colin Kaepernick. 49ers. Juice! Hmm. Leaning towards Cap. The Niners it is. Football, baby. Oh, big one in the NFC West. Desperate Seahawks against the Cardinals. Battle of the birds. Not a red bird and orange one. Enough. Choose! The defending champs have life yet. Football, baby! Okay, Monday night game in the Big Easy. Baltimore Ravens, New Orleans Saints. Choose! Saints. Football, baby! Excellent job of tipping over repeatedly there, football baby. And before we get out of here for today, I've got something pretty heavy weighing on my brain. I like to have my fun, but this is serious business. Aaron Rodgers, a.k.a. the best player of pro football now, and by the time he retires, I've been saying it for some time now, he will be the greatest to ever play NFL football. I don't want to live in a world any longer where Andy Dalton has a better nickname than Aaron Rodgers does. One gets the red rifle, and the other one is named after a weird baseball player. Not on my watch! You need to drop me a line with the hashtag DDFP. Some members of the Czech Republic have already done so. They've gotten the ball rolling. Here is what I consider my three favorites right now. The green and gold standard, nice and clean, makes a lot of sense. Two, you know, they play, they, if in Wisconsin where he plays, they eat a lot of bratwurst. Aaron go brat. And lastly, he told everybody to relax, as you'll remember earlier in the year. Chamomile tea. What's more relaxing than that? Make sure, again, drop us a line at Damashek with the hashtag DDFP. We'll be back in front of week 13 to preview that action for you. In the meantime, thanks to Elliot Harrison and everybody else who joined us. Enjoy the football games, everybody. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. 
Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home.